1: Ah, I can hear you.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Okay, good.
1: I think they were just oh. working on an update or something because it like literally just kept spinning. And I was like, all right, well, this is annoying. So, I can hear you. So, but sounds okay. good now. Can you hear me? Well?
2: Yeah. So, okay. Um, okay. So maybe we shouldn't even do Harper tomorrow because I, this draft, I'm so swamped with trying to get shit together.
1: Oh, I lost. Fuck. I, I lost you. I lost you for a second. Okay. I can hear you now.
2: Okay. So maybe we should Harper um, tomorrow. Maybe we shouldn't do it because I'm so fucked with this draft. Uh, yeah, let's just wait until the next week. Uh, let me see if I can get Traeger on. If I can okay. just, if I could somehow get in touch with him, I can get him. Pete Pete Traeger, okay. you know him. He yeah 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 yep
1: yep. So did did uh did Wob just not this respond? Just guy didn't to you? respond.
2: Um, yeah, no. he's had, hmm. I guess he's big time now. I don't know. Um, <laughs> i don't know man i don't know i i used to talk with him all the time um but uh i guess he doesn't want to do maybe he didn't see it i don't know but he uh will my not the not sports center guy sent him a text right after and um or something or dm and he responded to him so uh yeah fuck him uh uh, i don't care uh we don't
1: yeah if he's going to be weird about shit, that's... Like, at least just say, like, hey, I can't do it or whatever. You know, like, sometimes the ESPN... Because now he's doing shit with ESPN. They're, like, weird about guests. Are they? Um, it's weird. Like I... being... uh,
2: really? Because yeah. I... I got a lot of them on my other pod. Uh,
1: Depends yeah. on who it is. Depends on who uh, it is. Like, certain ones, like, have it in their contract that they can do stuff, and certain ones that have, That would be like, an easier way ex- to do it.
2: If he said that. Yeah. But,
1: uh, yeah, I mean...
2: You know, um, I, he's gonna be like that. I, I, I just don't. He seems like such. Rob seems like such a sensitive guy. I mean, uh-huh, yeah. very sensitive. Like, like, get like, he gets his feelings hurt quick. I don't know. Maybe, I maybe because yeah. I made fun of about the sixty-three game thing. I don't know. Uh, um, whatever. So uh, who cares? Yeah. Um, uh, so uh uh yeah you ready, ready to go um were we were to talk about meek mill
1: yeah okay yeah we'll we'll lead with meek mill okay. uh that was an unbelievable i have a funny story to okay. tell you to during the pod about meek so i think it'll be i think it'll be good um
2: okay
1: narratives you're only as good as your last performance i like that i think that's good that's recency bias yeah, basically yeah. like everything is a recency bias uh tons of good petty shit going on uh if we tag UCF, they'll probably either retweet it or uh, oh, they're good about, like they're respond, good about which is yeah. good. Yeah, and I know the dude who runs the account. He sent me a bunch of national championships. Oh, you get so. him to
2: retweet it. All right. Yeah,
1: so um, let's right. go. Okay, three, two, one. Welcome into Petty Page and the Cold Taker. I'm Paige DeMocos here with Fred Siegel. The Sports Page and Old Takes Exposed. Fred. How are we doing? It is draft week. There's a lot of shit going on, and uh, you are probably there's a lot of takes to be uh, to be turned into receipts. So I, I feel like you're a busy man right now.
2: Yeah, there's so much stuff going on. It's it's beyond the point where I could even organize it. There gets to yeah. be a time where I just put my hands up and say I'm just going to go with it as it goes along, because I don't know what's going to happen. Everyone says yeah, uh, yeah it's kind of weird. Like even last year it gets so crazy the draft now nowadays mm-hmm. last year with miles garrett and he was picked one and but leading up to the draft was always fake info about trubisky yeah so oh, it's yeah. like we had no idea uh, i think two years ago everyone knew jared goff was going one but i, I just yep. don't i have no idea what's going to happen um that's what makes it good no. i'll be paying attention to the the tipped picks so I can prepare myself as
1: Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be <laughs> good stuff. Picks on it's Twitter. gonna be good stuff. I am uh I'm hosting live draft coverage here. So it's gonna be mass chaos for both of us. Uh lots of excitement. I love the draft, it's always super fun. Um and if you haven't listened to our podcast with Jeff Schwartz, you should listen to it. He had a lot of uh a lot of hot takes. Oh. No Saquon mm-hmm. love for one overall. He was pretty uh He's anti-Josh Paige Allen. Josh he's, Allen. A big Josh, he's a big anti-Josh Allen guy. So you should definitely listen to his stuff. It was a, it was a really good interview. But we're going to talk about Meek Mill uh, in our Worth a Mention at the beginning of this podcast. Because as strange, you and I consume Twitter at a unhealthy level. Um, so Meek Mill's freeing yesterday was such an interesting time to be on social media. Because for one... Robert Kraft went to visit Meek Mill, which was strange, okay, in general. Then we had the owner of the 76ers announcing yesterday that Meek Mill was freed and that he was going to pick him up. So Meek Mill is a very well-connected guy. Uh, He's obviously a very well-known rapper. Um, I couldn't tell you what he did that got him in trouble for going to jail, nor do I really care. What I care about is the... Absolute explosion on social media that happened yesterday, and I just found it to be fascinating.
2: Well, I don't know why how Robert Kraft is so connected to him. Um, I first, honestly, you know, I'm pretty big. I guess what do we say square when it comes to music? I don't really, I don't really square. know anything about. Yeah. I didn't even know who this Meek Mill was. I had to ask my, <laughs> I had to ask my friend who likes rap and uh, hip hop. I yeah. texted him and asked him, and literally this quote is Meek Mill a go- good rapper? <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I do I well the Sixers owner I mean if he, he's from Philadelphia, so the meek yeah. Phil so the sixers owner is certainly going to take advantage he's got a game coming up he's he, I, I, he could be a big fan of the guy, but he's certainly going to take advantage of the fact that everyone's rallying behind it bring him into the arena and make it a big deal that's always and social always comes through in this regard I, I honestly I didn't have any idea who he was, but he did say he liked the heat. Eight years yes. ago,
1: you got him. A, you got well. Him
2: everybody got him sent yesterday. it to me. um Eight years ago. Well, no, everyone sent it to me now. He said he said that the night of the decision. So good. <laughs> he said he so likes good. the Heat. He's gonna he's gonna yes. be a Heat fan now because he wants to see a winner. It's probably because LeBron uh, yes. came to the Heat. Nothing
1: like squashing the Philly <laughs> bugs. <'Cause> yesterday, <laughs> Philadelphia was like at a level that I was uncomfortable with because it was like. The Eagles tweeted out a video of the Eagles running out of the tunnel to a Mill <laughs> song. okay? So they, they started with that. Then the hype train around the fact that Philadelphia could close out the series yesterday at home, which they did. But before that, the level of hype of the people that I know and associate with that I know from Philadelphia was at an uncomfortable level for me because I was afraid they were going to burn the city. I was like, <laughs> they, are, they are losing their minds. If he is courtside with Allen Iverson, I tweeted out, I was like, Sixers by a 1,000. Like, it's going to be ridiculous. Joel Embiid's going to take care of business. And they did. They did take care of business. It was an un- you know great for 76ers fans, great for Philadelphia. Phillies having themselves an unbelievable year. You get the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. You have Villanova winning a national title. You have the Sixers winning their first playoff series in forever. Meek Mill is freed. If the Sixers win the title I- – I don't I don't know that Philadelphia will be standing, Fred. I, I don't know. It, it might it might uh, the, whole the
2: Sixers fans, they are relentless. Yes. They are relentless.
1: They are they're un, they are unbelievable. And this is a perfect transition into our you're only as good as your last performance, okay? A narrative, which is the recency bias. There is there is nothing. This I could go on a tangent about this because this is so much true in, in every part of media, but especially sports media, the recency bias. Okay, so one game happens, and it's like we forgot everything that happened before that. It's like everything that has ever been done before that is irrelevant, doesn't matter, and we're just going to forget about it. So the Sixers winning last night, closing out at home, leads us to the Sixers are going to win the East <laughs> like as if we've never like as if we've never seen LeBron play basketball.
2: Before. There's nothing like the NBA in terms of no recency bias in your and and being only as good as your last performance especially in the playoffs and because yes. it's a series so in the NFL playoffs you lose your out so you don't really talk about whether um, you're only as good as your last performance to some extent. If you beat, if you were f- heavily favored in the NFL and you barely win, and the, one team destroys another team, and maybe, but the N and the NBA, you're only as good as you last played. When the Houston lost to the uh, Minnesota game, Minnesota. I guess in game th- game three it was. They yeah. um, everyone was wondering whether they were overrated and hardened stinks and now they you know <laughs> it's 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 right away sixers are going to win the east now i think majority of people think this because yes. of the way that uh, you know, the Cavs or whether they're, it's two and two to two in that one
0: um yep.
2: I, I, the Cavs will probably win but it, they have to win at least in six so yeah. the sixers look great against the heat so they're gonna win and then the pelicans too the Warriors, yeah. oh, the Warriors, yeah. everyone knows oh, yeah. whether Steph Curry doesn't know whether Steph Curry is going to be completely healthy. And um, they lost a game to the Spurs and the Pelicans looked unbelievable against the Blazers. So there's going to be, I'd say probably less than a majority, but people are going to say that a lot of people are going to Pelicans win that series.
1: I'm not, so not to call anybody out, but I'm going yeah. to, in my, in my very office yeah. in fan at fan Rec sports HQ yeah. in Phoenix, Arizona, I have heard no less than two people say <laughs> they're going to pick the Pelicans to beat the Warriors to which I responded. Do you watch that? <laughs> because I, I understand. Listen, Anthony Davis, is going to be, when LeBron retires, Anthony Davis is going to be the best player in the league, if he stays healthy, okay? He's an unbelievable phenom. He's a great basketball player, and he's on the trajectory to get there. Now, that all being said, okay, what they did to Portland was exceptionally, exceptionally impressive, very impressive. Drew Holiday, everything that happened, playoff Rondo, okay, I'm well aware of it. He did it last year for Chicago. They almost beat Boston because of Rondo. I've watched it happen. All that being said, it is like we forgot the Warriors are the Warriors. It is it is truly, it is unbelievable. It's like nothing that they've done over the last few seasons counts, matters, or anybody watched it. I, I If Steph Curry comes back, Pelicans fans should, should be worried. And even if they're not, even if Steph does not come back to the series, they should still be worried because Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green are still on that basketball team which apparently everybody forgot.
2: Apparently, everybody <laughs> forgot <about that. laughs> The Pelicans, the way that they beat um, the uh, Blazers, the and women, also, yeah. also now Anthony Davis is the best player in the NBA, which could be true, yes. but it, it's even more so. And um, now they are better without Boogie. Without DeMarcus Cousins, is, so what I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be a good theory based on the fact that they're doing so well now. But it's just solely based on performance right now. The question is, and I think – I bet you there will be a majority of people saying that uh, the Pelicans don't even need to sign Boogie. Resign him.
1: Which is, which is to me, ridiculous because you can't compare – if you have no bearing on that because you haven't seen what this team would have looked like if DeMarcus Cousins was playing, if he was playing, maybe they would have beat the, maybe they would have beat Portland by 25 every game. I mean, there's no, there's no way to say. So I think it's, it's, that's just the recency bias that sh- that shit just drives me. Insane. Yeah, yeah. It is like, it's, it drives me nuts. And the last <laughs> one here is literally, literally so funny to me. In, in it, and it applies to, it also could apply to how the Bucks went down 0-2 and they were written off right away. The Raptors have this stigma, okay? Which, to be fair, I know you don't like to be fair, but to be fair, has there's a reason for it, okay? There's a reason why they have this reputation for choking in the playoffs because they have choked in the playoffs. So now, because they've lost a couple games to Washington, is the same old Raptors. So what happens if they go out and win by 25 tonight? I, I well, you, I mean, the fact that they've
2: lost two games to the Wizards, they're going to be the same old Raptors until yes. the next series. The Raptors have the stigma that's deserved, and they always For lose. Sure. And, um, yes. it, but during this season, and they got the number one seed, it, there were a bunch of pe- people every time they would go on a run or play really well. It was, uh, this is a different Raptors squad. This is a different Raptors squad.
0: in a different, <laughs> a different team. team
2: this year. Why the Raptors are different, and then when they lose to Washington in two games, it's, and, why and it's the same play. old Raptors again. It's just that like nothing's going to change. And I don't think anyone. I think those two losses made people believe that is going to be the case until the next series. Um, and who do they play next? They play the winner. Of the, they'll play the Celtics. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they it's, I mean, it, uh, they, they should win that. Box.
1: Depends. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it honestly, it's, it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like it's entertaining to watch and it's good for you because people go so hot take based one way or the other based off of such a small amount of sample size versus like, Hey, I've watched this team play the whole season and I know that they're very good. And now I'm just going to be like, well, they lost the game. So now they suck. But a lot of people do that. There are a lot of people in sports media and fans for sure, which is normal to overreact. But now the media has become like that too, where we all overreact to one game or the other. So I think it's funny to pay attention to. My goal is to not get old taked by you, So I'm trying (laughs) not to go overreaction central on everything there's the part of me as a fan with Chicago that I can't help myself, but with everybody else, I try not. No, to I think
2: that. it's same old Raptors every time. They're not going. They're not, they're yeah. not going to win the East. I don't believe it at all. I, I, I'll Fair. say it right now. I'll even post it.
1: All right. I'll post. No it. belief. No
2: belief. No. no belief a single bit of belief. Why should I believe in them?
1: Yeah. So one of my one of my brother's best friends from high school, Al McKinney, plays on the Raptors. So Al. I hope you listen to this podcast because I'm rooting for you to prove everybody wrong. You really don't partake in the playing, but you are a (laughs) great bench guy. You're an absolutely great bench guy. And you need to pump up DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry so that I can go to the, so that I can go to the finals and, and watch you play against. I don't care who comes out of the West. That's my, that's the petty page selfishness coming out. All right.
2: (laughs) Okay. Let's move on to ranked pettiness, petty page. Always ranks the pettiest. She's the queen of petty yes. on the internet. Uh, very petty. And if you see any petty acts, actions going on in sports or anything else, uh, hashtag PettyPage and send it to me or page at the sports page or um, at Old Takes Exposed because Paige likes to see everything that's petty and we could talk about it on the pod. Uh, let's start yeah. out with UCF. Okay. UCF and we spoke about this in another pod back a little while ago. It was a different pod, but we spoke about how UCF is um, continuously putting in the face of everybody around the country that they won the national championship because they went undefeated again. And yep. um, and and even though they didn't win the beat, the playoff, they didn't make the playoff. They believe that they are should be considered a national championship, and they had a parade. Um, they made T-shirts, all sorts of other gear. And they recently yeah. gave the players and coaches rings to signify <laughs> they won the national championship. This just <laughs> happened, I think, a couple uh, years, days ago where the rings were released. Yes. Um, yep. It, 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 they, they they will not stop uh, promoting this. Uh, I think it's good camaraderie for the uh the team for sure well uh, yeah. uh, petty page rank the pettiness of the national championship rings
1: this is a very clear very clear five out of five like there's there was no hesitation for me one because of this is the longevity of the pettiness this is like this continues to get better I have a soft spot you know this I have a soft spot in my heart for UCF they were my adopted football team because I knew that Scott Frost was going to leave and come to Nebraska mm. and so I adopted them right they became my squad last year and then not only did they become my squad but they kept doing petty shit and it was unbelievable mm-hmm. I mean they were calling people in the media out they were throwing themselves a parade they I mean it's like they paid the coaches I mean they literally they they paid the coaches for winning a national title (laughs) like they went all the way in like the school is putting their money where their mouth is like they're not like they are full-blown we won a national title and they are cementing that with oh we won and we're giving out rings and honestly it's amazing like I am here for all of UCF I'm pro UCF. I'm still going to root for them, even though the Scott Frost left. They're just like, they're my adopted college football team and I love them. And I hope that they have a banner ceremony at the beginning of this next season. Like, I hope they just go all the way in. Like I want to all the way in. I'm here for it. It's amazing. And I can't get enough. Of
2: let, let's let let me ask you something though, about your uh, beloved Nebraska Cornhuskers. They, did yes. you see uh, yesterday this actually happened. UCF assistant coach, Troy Walters. He's now, yep. um, former UCF assistant coach. He's now moved on to Nebraska with Scott Frost. Hey, Scott. He's the offensive coordinator in Nebraska. Now, fun fact, Troy Walters played at Stanford when Scott Frost was there. I think that's how, um, they know each other. I'm pretty sure about it. Okay. So yeah, on January 3rd, after the win over Auburn in the sugar bowl, uh, UCF Walters tweeted to the athletic director, Danny white uh, looking forward to our national championship rings. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay. Now he's changed his tune. Now that he's on Nebraska, I guess he's tweeted yesterday in response to somebody personally and professionally speaking, I am a national championship. I'm a national champion. When I win the national championship game, I wish we could have had this opportunity because we were playing at a high level. If someone else wants to proclaim and pay me as a national championship, and that's on them. Wow. So he's changing his tune. Is this something that's going on in Nebraska that they have kind of veered away from? Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go and say, because Nebraska has five legitimate national titles that sit in a beautiful glass case at Memorial stadium that I love staring at every time I go there. Uh, It is, it is my assumption. Okay. I want to make sure that I'm not reporting anything. So do not tweet me that I reported (laughs) this. I'm not reporting. I am not reporting. It is my assumption as somebody who worked in the athletic department, as somebody who's been around that program, who went to school there, who's been around it my whole life that there was probably some sort of conversation that happened (laughs) at some point with Scott Frost and company with the athletic director, maybe Tom Osborne, maybe some of the, maybe some of the higher ups with the donors that let's downplay this whole national title thing with UCF because let's predict four years down the road, nebraska wins a national title and they want it to be this is our first national title this is a huge deal for us blah 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 and i'm assuming that that's the conversation that happened Mm -hmm. now there's also the other likelihood that you know maybe other schools in the big 10 or maybe some people in the ncaa don't like what ucf is doing and they told nebraska hey if you can and push it down a little bit. Let's. We can't control UCF, but we can. You guys are a big part of of and the, the NCAA and football community. Let's downplay this a little bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if that was coming from a higher up, uh, because I do remember the tweets and and I and I'm just going to make the assumption again, assumption, <laughs> not reporting, not reporting. <laughs> I cannot make it any clearer. Not total assumption that he was told to back off the UCF stuff. Well,
2: that's pretty petty.
1: That's yeah, very it's petty.
2: That's petty. petty. That's a
1: five,
2: yeah. five. Um, five <laughs> of five. Five So let's move on to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's one of the king of petties in, in NBA. He's kind of like yes, a very you know high school level uh, petty in a yeah, negative teenage, teenage, girl. teenage girl petty yes. way. Well, yes. the other day, uh, Giannis Giannis <laughs> the Greek freak, he posted a a quote on his Instagram, a picture that said a quote that said his goals were to play for Milwaukee for 20 years, but it also included a KD quote that said, I would tell him to play for himself. And somebody, there got to be a big argument about Kevin Durant and leaving Oklahoma City to go to uh, on comments, leaving Oklahoma City to go to the Warriors. And Kevin Durant and somebody, a random person wrote, uh, the problem was Westbrook. They had a good team. Kevin Durant liked that comment. He pressed the heart. He when asked about it, Kevin Durant said it was inadvertent. And he accidentally pressed it as he was scrolling through his timeline, which, first of all, it, I guess it could be the case because the, when you're scrolling up and he uses his right thumb, which I discovered through pictures, when you're scrolling up, it, uh, it, it, you could accidentally press it. Now... Um, why is he scrolling, through, looking through all the comments in Giannis Greek and the Greek freaks post about? That's a great <laughs> question, Fred. About, That's a great about, question, Fred. About this just included KD. He's looking at all these comments. Insta- Instagram comments are like a cesspool of ridiculousness sometimes. Yes. Yes. Why would he care about what all these people are saying? He's you got to assume he's fly specking these comments. He wants yeah. to really he needs affirmation that like people he uh, Sure does. <laughs> okay. So let's just assume let's assume that it was uh let's take him for his word. I don't believe it all. No,
1: uh,
2: what bullshit. what's the pettiness of even looking at the comments?
1: Okay. So this is where this is where the action is very petty, okay? But I have to separate the situation here because This is how I would have liked this to play out, okay? I would have liked him to like the photo, okay, and be very petty. Let me be very clear. Very here for that situation. Very much here for that situation. But then when asked about it, instead of saying, I liked it on accident, which is totally, totally, he's totally full of shit. There is a 0% chance that is true, okay? Instead of doing that, he sits there, doesn't answer the question, and just kind of smirks that is what I needed. Okay. That is, that would put, that would have been like petty hall of fame type of stuff. Okay. That is, that's where I did the video yesterday. I was like, listen, Katie, if we're not, if we're not going to use the burner account. Okay. Because clearly you haven't figured out how to do that yet. Okay. it's, it's very, it's a very tough thing for him. He's had troubles with the burner account. If you're going to do this. Okay. If you're going to like the comments, because this is some Kyrie does this too. If you're going to like it, you have to de- de- just deny or make us all believe that you did it and just be petty. Just go all the way in. Just just go all the way in and do not lie. Do not tell me that you did not mean to do that. There is no way that you did not mean to do that. You knew exactly what you were doing. You knew exactly what you were doing, okay? And, and that's why he gets doctor points here. It would have been, had it played out the way I said, I would have given him six out of five all the way in for that. But because he went and denied it afterwards, he gets stock points three out of five. Three yeah,
2: terrible. Five. Now, if, he, if, if yeah. he accidentally did it or he realized it was a bad move, the, the best move for him to have done and people. Is unlike or, it? No, because everyone already saw the like and screenshot yeah. the fact that he liked it. That's it. Once you unlike it and then pretend you didn't do it, you're done. Here's what he should have yeah. done. Here's what KD should have done. Okay. He should have liked all the other comments. Yes. And then he would have said, oh, Very I just liked all the, all the other ones. That's a great move.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, it's a great, great move. It's movie. Very you smart. go around, you like all the other comments. You make sure that, very yeah, smart. yeah, yeah.
1: Very smart. Very smart. Very smart.
2: It's uh, it's, very it's, smart. It's, it's something.
1: Here's, here's the other part of this. Like you brought up, Kevin, 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 Kevin. What are you doing scrolling through these comments? <laughs>
0: Literally.
1: Dude, you are a multimillionaire. Probably the second-best player in the NBA superstar. You've got to have better shit to do with your time than scrolling through these dumbass comments. Please, please <laughs> do something better. Do something better.
2: <laughs> All right. Next, last Petty Page. Uh, rank the pettiness situation here. We have okay. a, uh, a funeral home in oh, East sure. Pittsburgh. The Flyers were defeated. The one Philly team who lost – The Flyers were defeated by the Penguins and their big rivals in state in the playoffs this weekend, and they lost 4-2 in the series. East Pittsburgh Funeral Home sent condolences to the Flyers and their fans with custom prayer cards, memorializing the run in the 2018 playoffs. Posted it to Facebook, and it had like an in loving memory. Um, It had a poem, and uh, it said, April eleventh two thousand eighteen to april twenty second two thousand and eighteen of their postseason, so it only lasted eleven yes. days. <laughs> so rank good. the pettiness of this one Petty page
1: okay th- this is up in the hall really like this is this oh I love this because read this is we have to read this. The pen saw you getting tired, and the cup was not to be, so they sent you home to Philly. better luck in 2019. Your teary eyes fans watched and you and saw you skate away. Although they cheered you dearly, they could not help you play. Your season is not over. It's time to take a rest. Once again, the Pens have proven that Pittsburgh is the best. I am like, I I have literal chills. That's how much I love this pettiness. Like, I, this was sent to me, which shout out to, I think his name is Matt on Twitter, who tagged us in this. This is phenomenal. Like, this is This is a five for sure. Five out of five. I was going to give it a six. I was going to give it a six, but it would have been better if it was like Eastern conference finals. You know, it's a little early, like it's real early because now if Pittsburgh ends up losing, then it's not going to be as nearly as funny. You know, if this was like, they were going to the cup. Obviously they couldn't play each other in the cup because they're both in the East. But if it was later on in the playoffs, it would be even better. But knowing this rivalry, this is one of the great rivalries in hockey, like Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, is awesome it is it is a great rivalry and knowing how much this pissed off flyers fans is why this is so great that's why this petty this petty is so great and as somebody who's a blackhawks fan who did so many petty things over the last decade while they were dominating the the penguins have the same right because they've won three cups in the same amount of time and could win another one and and I would be in an extraordinary level of annoying if this was the Blackhawks, so i I love this. I am all the way in for this petty all the you,
2: way you, in. you are the, you, you don't you don't have your standards you're so low. what's a great petty? I mean like you know, you're like <laughs> at my, my son's soccer games. Give everyone a trophy. I mean, you got to be a little bit more critical. Giving everyone five, it's not like candy on Halloween.
1: No, Kevin Durant got a three today. Oh, yeah. yeah Kevin, Durant, right. Kevin Durant's getting a three. I, I'm not here. But his was, he, his I, was, I, was
2: I, more petty. Yeah, his
1: was, his was petty, but it was the execution. Uh, okay, the execution was good. wasn't
2: good. You're right. You're right. You know, the execution good. wasn't good. Um,
1: yeah, the execution wasn't good. We're going to talk. This is, this is my favorite thing that you do. You have loaded vaults. Uh-huh. Okay, And a loaded vault means, people for do- that you don't know, there is so many tweets about said situation, okay, that if said situation happens, Fred is going to unleash the loaded vault. And it will, oh, it is. This is what I pray for. Because I don't have, if, if I don't have a stake in the game, if no Chicago teams are involved, this is what I cheer for. I cheer for Fred, and I cheer for loaded vaults. So, Please discuss the first one because it's so good yeah. because I'm a huge hockey. I'm a huge hockey All right. Fan, so, I love so these
2: it. Washington Capitals fans, they're all over the, the Twitter. And they're, 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 the, they're the, the most miserable fan base because yes. I'm not even a yes. real hockey guy. I don't even watch it. But I do know the fact that they lose every year. And they, yes, they disappoint, they disappoint the fans every year. And they always lose to the Penguins. They're playing the Penguins in the next series. The, I guess they're tortured by the Penguins in the playoffs. This They always say it's the Caps year. It's finally their year. They have the best team this year. Last year, they made a big trade to get some player, and it didn't work out. And I think that uh, if the Capital, everyone makes fun of them, too. They're automatically going to choke. It's never their year. And sometimes yeah. they will make fun of themselves, the Caps fans, to talk about how – it's no way it's going to be their year. And if they win the Stanley Cup – that will be an unleashing of, of of epic portion of all the people. I think the Caps fans will go nuts DMing me and sending me stuff. You guys got to help me, Caps here, uh, because I don't know anything about hockey. I know that Ovechkin plays. I will help. I them. will
1: personally I help. Yvette's... I will personally help. Okay, you yeah, it's a Caps year. It's Caps
2: year. Caps year. Caps year.
1: Oh, we love it. We're here for this. Hashtag Caps year. Please send us all the tweets. Make sure all of your least favorite hockey reporters get reported to us because I know. If there's anything I know, hockey Twitter, they band together. It's a small group, but they band together. And Washington has the reputation, which is deserved, of choking in the playoffs. So if this happens, one, I'm rooting for this to happen because I love Ovechkin. Okay, I'm Team Ovechkin. I want this to happen. I want them to win the Stanley Cup. And then I want to be part of unleashing hell on Twitter with Fred towards everybody in hockey media that has made fun of them. over. I mean, we're talking – we got at least six years of stuff built up. So good. Yeah, no, I'm
2: so rooting good. for the Caps. It's
1: going to be awesome. I'm also rooting for, the,
2: awesome. uh, I'm rooting for the, the Maple Leafs tonight because it was 3-1 yes. in that series against the Bruins. Yeah, That'll be a good one if they win. Is it tonight? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah,
1: I be- I'm rooting for that, too. It,
2: it, the next loaded vault is this Josh <laughs> Allen, man. Josh Allen, the uh, quarterback for Wyoming, who's going to be picked in the top five. Uh, this guy gets criticized more than anyone. I mean, people are busting yes, out he does. his like middle school statistics to show how he's inaccurate. And uh, it, it's, nobody believes he's going to be good. He, when they, Cause he played for Wyoming. When people watched him play, he didn't look that good. He, this guy has been um, last year. Last year's draft is when I first heard of him. Everyone said that he's going to be the number one pick of this year's draft. And yep. that's when I first heard of him. Nobody wants to believe that he's good. And um, the amount of takes of people saying he's going to be a bust is, is abundant. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's it, it could fill a, uh, it could fill a garage <laughs> if printed yeah, sup, out on paper. Sup
1: Jeff Schwartz. Sup Jeff Oh yeah.
2: Jeff Schwartz, Schwartz doesn't gonna... like him at all. Yeah. Oh,
1: it's I've honestly, I don't think I can recall universally. It's like the draft media together has all come together to deny to Except like, for Mel Kuyper. I, I would, yeah. I would have to, <laughs> I honestly, I have to search and find nice. Mel Kuyper,
2: you could I mean, just search him. He Mel Kuyper's all over yeah. this guy.
1: He loves him. He yeah. loves him. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him to have success too. Cause just cause I, I've got him. Like, could somebody say something like, even just mediocre about the guy? I mean, I'm like, wow, we're really hating on Josh Allen. Okay. Got it. <laughs> bunch of
2: haters yeah uh all right let's get some stuff off our chest page you have something to get off your chest uh we'll go on a rant for like a minute and uh it's about uh oh you you could tell us we got in an argument with some guy about this earlier
1: yeah which this is this is where i tell everybody that get you friends like lauren and fred because i muted this guy on social media and fred and lauren took him to town okay they I, and i've done this for fred too when some guy was fighting on with fred i went in there and i destroyed his life i made him i made him want to delete his account that is do not mess with my friends okay because i will i will make your life hell that's just my warning okay that's my warning and i'm happy to have people like fred and lauren in my corner because one this situation specifically impacted them Especially, Fred, because you are a big D-Wade guy. You're a big Heat guy because of South Florida. That's where you live. And this specific situation, okay, is – I'm going to – I don't even remember his name, and I'm not going to give him the satisfaction of naming his name. The Said guy on Twitter, okay, he's a Philadelphia 76ers fan, okay? And apparently he just started watching basketball because I cannot believe – that anybody who's watched basketball would have the takes that he had. Because he said, and I quote, Dwayne Wade has been irrelevant, the word irrelevant, for five years. It is amazing to me that after watching Dwayne, Dwayne Wade single-handedly beat the 76ers in game two in Philadelphia, that he could say something like that. Because I don't understand, if you understand, if you comprehend the game of basketball and you say that, You're more like you literally don't know anything (laughs) about basketball. So like coming from somebody, I grew up playing basketball. My brother played division one basketball. My dad played pro basketball overseas. Like of all the sports that I know and love, I know basketball the best. You are an idiot, sir. You are an idiot. You have no idea what you're talking about. And clearly as a 76ers fan, you just started watching your team play because now for the first time in since Allen Iverson was there, you guys are relevant again. And I've been rooting for Philly, but this turned me off so bad that I almost bought a D-Wade Miami Heat jersey just two troll. Like that's how much <laughs> the the,
2: the Miami Vice one.
1: Yeah. The Miami <laughs> Vice jersey. because I just I was like, you cannot be serious. I will not stand for the D-Wade slander. Do your homework, watch some highlights and please do yourself a favor and look up what he did in 2006 when he won a championship without LeBron, which everybody seems to forget. So, please, this is the end of my rant. <laughs> if you send me negative things about D-Wade. I will destroy your life. I will destroy your life. I will tweet you endlessly the highlights of D-Wade to the point where you're going to hate me.
2: So don't <laughs> do it. it will not end well for you. It will not end well for you. Well, that Sixers fan may have gotten the last laugh because he's a <laughs> game. He was upset about game two, I bet. Uh, oh, um, sure. It, 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 when I, here's something I've noticed. Um, I'm going to move on. What, what I've noticed in anything related to the Hall of Fame, people retire. I noticed if this Devin Hester retired and yep. people were asking whether he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. And immediately, everyone has to respond, not only is he going to be in the Hall of Fame, he's first ballot. Why the fuck yes. do we have to argue whether the guy's going to be first ballot? <laughs> or, or the argument is whether he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't understand I'm with you. why it always has to move on to first ballot right away. Like, okay. yeah. Why can't we just argue whether the guy's going to be in the Hall of Fame? It, it's not a given that he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, whether you believe or he's going to be or not. Um, he probably will. But the, first of all, you can't even remotely tell whether a guy's going to be a first ballot hall of famer until you see the ballot there's going to be other players that may have deserved it more than him or other guys who've been waiting a long time to get in who may get in before Hester uh to be a first ballot hall of famer a lot of things have to go your way too if you're not Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning I mean those guys will be first ballot hall of famers but Devin Hester is not on their level. No one will believe that they are. So why are we comparing guys who are guaranteed to be first ballots? Like it it essentially is guaranteeing. uh, I mean, essentially you're comparing guys who are guaranteed to be first ballot, like Brady and Manning with Hester. And they're just different guys. Why do we have to uh, say first ballot automatically? Same thing with Frank Gore. Frank Gore is, I think has solidified himself probably is a hall of famer um i think i don't think there's gonna be that many people who are gonna disagree with that but uh whether he's gonna be a first ballot hall of famer is definitely up in the air but everyone has a first ballot First ballot. Fuck you. Like, who cares about the first ballot? Jeez, uh, why can't you just discuss the Hall of Fame with a regular conversation? Because it moves on. You move on to this, some ridiculous conversation about how he deserves to be first ballot. You forget what you're even arguing, whether he should be in the Hall of Fame. So uh, that's it. Just don't, don't do the first ballot shit with me. I mean, uh, yes, Tom Brady's first ballot. Uh, but that's guaranteed. <laughs> uh, for fuck's sake. No first ballot.
1: I am... Here's the thing, and I, as a Bears fan, and as somebody who has watched football for a long time, it took a long time for anybody that was special teams to make it into the Hall of Fame. It was a big deal. They're actually talking about, in football, potentially taking away, in an essence, what Devin Hester did, okay? Because there's been a lot of injuries on that specific. Devin Hester changed that position. It was, nobody was better at what he did than he was. So in that sense, I believe that he belongs in the Hall of Fame. I don't care if he gets in as a first ballot or the 20th fucking time he goes. That is the dumbest shit of all time. That is a great That is a great rant, Fred, because it, you are spot on. It literally turns, and I can, I can name like six media members off the top of my head who went instantaneously from he should be in the Hall of Fame to first ballot Hall of Fame. Like, wait, when did this become the conversation? Like, can we just discuss the Hall of Fame? Yeah. And I, then I, because it sets
2: the that. expectation that when he doesn't get in the first time he's eligible, it's going oh, to be a like Terrell deal. Owens when Terrell Owens didn't get in. Now, Terrell Owens, it took a while. Um, maybe he was uh, it, it, it took a little bit too long for him. But I mean, you have to then you automatically say, oh, first ballot. And uh, then when he yeah. doesn't get in, everyone goes nuts. I can't believe Devin Hester didn't get in. He's going to get in yeah. if he's going to get in. I mean, you guys realize yeah. it. You don't have to go nuts on the first and- ballot.
1: And just relax. Just
2: relax. Just, <laughs> fucking,
1: just fucking. I'm, relax. I'm, I'm
2: not going to relax about people not relaxing about <laughs> <laughs> first ballot. <laughs>
1: we're gonna we're gonna simultaneously tell you to relax while uh, not relaxing. That's shit. exactly what just happened, Fred. I need you to end the pod with fans with sources. This is uh this is unbelievable. This started. This is uh, our second time doing this segment. It started last week and it has taken off on Twitter, which I love. Is fans claiming. They are reporting things because they have sources, which is unbelievably awesome. So, Fred, what is this week's fans? Okay, sources?
2: so we have some big breaking news out of uh, someone in Texas about Jalen Hurts, the quarterback from Alabama who got replaced in the national championship game. Uh, this is someone called Texas State Sports is the title of his account. He is handle Tex State Insider. He says he's the official sports desk account for the Texas State Athletics. Uh, it's very credible here. We have a link to the website. <laughs> on his feed it's TexasStateSports.com. if you click on it it doesn't have anything on it except for like a listing of uh, links that have nothing to do with um, anything and it says in the top the domain <laughs> has recently been listed on the marketplace so this is what we got here breaking he very tweeted yesterday very or two days ago breaking with all caps Jalen Hurts is to transfer to Alabama from the Alabama football program sources is confirmed his father has indicated that he is going to text to a Texas state insider that hurts plans to enroll at Texas state this summer to begin workouts with the team. Now keep in mind, this guy has led Alabama in the national championship game for two straight seasons. And this guy is saying that he's going to Texas state, which is a FCS school. All right. So, but that, take that consideration. He does have sources He's a fan with sources. I um, now it wouldn't be surprising to me if Jalen hurts transferred because uh, if he loses that quarterback job, then he may transfer, and his yes. dad kind of hinted that he would. Uh, but I think he would go somewhere in Division One. I don't under uh, it,
1: it, it, he uh, that would not be surprising. No, not, it's you not think He will. He will go yeah, somewhere no. else in Division yeah. One. He is not going to Texas Correct. State. That is an unbelievable. Uh, well,
2: fan you know, fan sources. He is the official sports desk account for Texas a- State Athletics. <laughs> All right. Here is
1: um... it's unbelievable It's unbelievable honestly I okay can't... fans with swords. okay is my
2: here is someone called hashtag Bill's mafia now, this is a sort now oh. with the draft coming up this is really important. His name is B yes. Ziolakowski 49 okay this is big okay. okay now he did this like two weeks ago or last week and but it still rings true you got to keep your eye out for, right before the draft draft is tomorrow. So, he said, try to follow him here, that his district manager at work is a part-time ref for NCAA Division I football across the country. Okay. 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 He's refed many Buffalo Bills preseason games and scrimmages and training camp. He has close friends within the organization at Got it. Bills Mafia's monthly meeting a couple weeks ago. He, the district manager, who has all the sources, started asking 10 in the room, the 10 people in the room what he thought the Bills would do in the draft, and he said that all their opinions were wrong. The district manager with the sources said, I have a few friends in the organization, and I know what the plan is. Apparently, he had some conversations, and he was told the Buffalo Bills have a deal in place with the Browns and Giants that will move the Bills up to number one overall. And the Browns would give the Giants their picks, and the Bills would get number one and get Sam Darnold. Okay. Um, it it all it's a three-way deal and it it hinges on the visit with Sam Darnold which just happened he says it makes so much sense and um, he knows it sounds like a crazy rumor but his boss has proven connections to the team and it's inner circle and explains why they're meeting with Darnold Thing could uh, be a real fun folks I do not remember exactly what each team gave up in my boss's info but I know for a fact the Bills will get number one the Browns will go number two and the Giants will get number four Returns may be different from what he said, but he'd th- he bet his life on it being a lock. Thanks, guys! Exclamation point. Wow. Congratulations to the Buffalo Bills for getting Sam Darnold tomorrow afternoon in the draft. So it- it'll be, uh, I don't know. I mean, Fred Sam Darnold was going to be going to the Browns, maybe. But it looks like he'll um, be going to the Bills.
1: Did I hear this correctly, that this man bet his He life said he would. He, bet he would this? bet
2: his life on it being a lock. Oh, yeah, it, it only um, if the Darnold visit goes well, so he has something to fall back on. You could say that the, they weren't impressed with Darnold, he didn't show the type of leadership that was necessary to be a Buffalo Bill.
1: So, here's the thing, people you don't want to end up on fans' resources, <laughs> all right? You do not want to end up on this segment, but because there are so many of you, you know, and if you want to call out your friends, you should hashtag fans with sources tag me tag fred at old takes exposed at the underscore sports page and let us know call out these people because uh this is the gift that keeps on giving because these fans with sources this is so funny betting your life lacking certain things uh i just it's highly entertaining to me i know i told you last podcast i have friends who send me texts that they will say i heard from a source that insert something happened in chicago and i'm like (laughs) A source is not somebody at a bar. Like, I'm sorry, but like, if you're sitting at the bar in Chicago and you overhear a conversation happening with another fan, that's not a source. That people, <laughs> people don't know the players. Like, I have this conversation with my friends nearly once every two weeks. It happens yeah, no, all the fan, time. Fans with sources,
2: to- it happens all the time. But also, be on the lookout. There's a lot of people who, I'd say 75% of quotes from fans about sources are trolls or trolls are trying to be funny. So you have to really spot out the ones who actually feel they have legit sources. So, yeah. um, yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be uh, a fun ride, especially the draft coming along. There should be yep. some good sources tonight.
1: Yeah. Very excited. Very excited for the NFL draft. Uh, Fred, t- uh, tell everybody how they can follow you on Instagram and on
2: Twitter. Um, Instagram, freezing cold takes and Twitter yep. adult takes exposed. Please follow. You won't regret it.
1: Yeah, you will not regret it. Uh, check out Fred's uh, t-shirts that he's got going on. I uh, shout out to the cotton Bureau. They're hooking me up with one of Fred's uh, t-shirts. I'm going to rock that in a video. Once I get it, uh, there may or may not be petty page t-shirts coming soon, uh, which is exciting. And, guys, uh, follow me on Twitter at the underscore sports page with an I and on Instagram on the sports page straight through. And be sure to check us out on iTunes, Petty Page and the Cold Taker, and give us a review. Let us know what you like. uh, And be sure to give us five stars. Fred, thanks for joining me. Good luck with the NFL draft. It is going to be a wild ride. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. All right. right. See you later.